This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> this episode of Give That Some Thought... Brought to you by Sun Chips, the Harvest Cheddar variety. Do you not like Sun Chips, man? I don't mind Sun Chips, but the original version. Anybody who eats a cheddar flavored chip, you don't like cheddar chips? Go fuck yourself. Really? Sour cream and onion? Go fuck yourself. Barbecue? Go fuck yourself. Okay. What's the preferred flavor? Original. Really? No flavor? No. F- what do you mean no flavor? It's salt and potato. Hold on, hold on. No, we're good. We're well, I'm go, still eating. Okay. Go ahead. All right. It's salt and potato. Uh-huh. Okay. You know the potato's best friend? Mm. Salt. salt. <laughs> you sound like my wife. All food loves salt, but mm-hmm. salt and potatoes, it's great. Tremendous together. You know what they should, you know what else is good with potatoes? Butter. Okay. They need to have a butter flavored chip. This man's a chef. If you can't believe it, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. Here, so I don't. I, uh, cheddar flavored chips, sour cream, uh, barbecue, whatever. It's uh-huh. you, know what? you do you. Yeah. Okay. I am doing me. Uh, These are incredible. Yeah. On air. Are um, you? I, but you. you what about sea salt and vinegar? You don't fuck with those either. No, no, no. That is actually salt and vinegar. Yeah. Okay. You said sea salt and vinegar. That's, well, I don't. That's care. a misnomer. Salt and vinegar. That's a misnomer. All salt is from the sea. All salt is from the sea. <laughs> no, there's salt mines. Yeah, built up from when the seas were down inside of the mines. No, it's not true. It's actually the reverse. However, however, <laughs> whatever. Salt and vinegar. I'll fuck with those. Okay. okay. All right. But uh, I can respect that. Those are good tasting chips. I'm not hating on people who want it because it's junk food, right? Yeah. So I'm not gonna hate on it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there's no like these are 100 percent whole grain. That's the that's the thing about sun chips, you know? Yeah, because they make you poop. Well. I don't know. Not they to make they will. Poop. Yeah. But there's a there's a thing up top there that says heart healthy. Yeah, but see, that's the not thing true. is, that's well, and see, that's what I was going to say. Calorically speaking, like, I don't. No, turn it around and see what they what the asterisk means when it says heart healthy. I don't think they're. Well, it says no artificial flavors or preservatives. Heart healthy. That's all it says. And then 30% less fat than regular potato chips. That doesn't really mean anything, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, let's do the math here. Seven servings per container, which is about 15 chips, is a serving. 140 calories. Uh, so if I eat the whole bag, how many calories is that? I don't know. This is not called math cast. <laughs> nor is it called crunch on the mic cast. I'm sorry. Hard healthy. Bullshit. It's a potato chip. It's a potato chip. It's a fried food. It's not well, hard grain. healthy. I don't think these are potato. Okay, so it's wheat. It's wheat. Whole nope. wheat, brown rice flour. Okay. Or, or, okay. You know what? It's flour. It's rice. It's wheat, but it's still fried. Mm. It's no different than a wheat thin. Mm. It's I, not. I didn't good, it's they not good by for Frito you. Lay. That's is that Almost is that big chip? <laughs> Lay's and Frito Lay are all, yeah. They own everything when it comes to chips. Yeah, when it comes to snack foods too, because like most nuts and things like that. Yeah, at least that you get at <clears throat> yeah. most gas stations or things. like I that. I can't tell you how long it's been since I bought a bag of potato chips. It's been um, it's been years. I'm not joking. What what do you snack on? 
Or do you? You if don't I'm really. Going, you're not if a I'm snacker. going that 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 direction, yeah. If you're going crunchy, snacky while you're pretzels, watching something. Fuck pretzels. You don't like pretzels? They're flavorless. I can't stand pretzels. Flavorless. It, 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 they taste like burnt. I, I just I don't like them. I don't like pretzels. I've never liked pretzels. They have more flavor than avocado does. Uh, that's sort of apples and oranges. Six and one half a dozen the other. Sure, not really. but pretzels. <laughs> it's it, you get the I don't saltiness, which avocados don't have. Avocados aren't; they don't come salted. No, but if I eat a plain avocado, you do a little do a little garlic salt on top. Avocado and garlic, garlic salt. Yeah, you're, you're a madman. That's gross. <laughs> you put you don't put garlic in guacamole. If I'm make if I'm making guacamole, but guacamole has many other things: peppers, yeah, but, onions, but, but, tomatoes. But you you put you turn your nose up at garlic and avocado. That's not. But you're making mirepoix. You understand what that's what you're doing. And I don't know what that means. Okay, so mirepoix is your base of sauces, stocks, a lot of things. It's three veg. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, classic is onion, carrot, celery. That's classic French mirepoix. Okay. But there are other varieties. Okay, uh, Latin America. Mm-hmm. It's usually onion, or I'm sorry, uh, in uh, in uh, Italy, it's onion, mm. uh, tomato, and uh, uh, carrot. Okay. Okay. All of the, but but your base when right. you're trying to get something that's flavorful and in harmony, you want three of something. So especially in in Mexico, right. where guacamole comes from. <laughs> I'm familiar. Or at least probably Southern California. It's probably Southern California where guacamole comes from. Right. But you have tomato. Onion and garlic, mm-hmm. or you could do tomato, onion, pepper, mm-hmm. depending on what the pepper is. Tomato, onion, bell pepper, great mirepoix. Okay. Mm. Tomato, onion, pepper, garlic. You're gonna put that into your guacamole because it's going to balance everything nice, nicely. Right. But I'm not putting straight garlic into avocado. If I'm eating an avocado I'm- plain, I'll put garlic salt or salt on. It. Okay, but salt. Okay, but still, then you're just tasting garlic. What's wrong with that? I love garlic. Yeah, but it, garlic by itself doesn't taste great. Like garlic in food, I mean, they, you know, can add to the flavor, but still, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I, I see. I can't. I, if it wasn't too strong, I would eat plain garlic. I, I fucking love garlic. Degenerate, and <laughs> I don't know if I can. I, I can't mess with garlic unless it's got some like onion there to balance it. Yeah, that's just me though. That's just me. <laughs> I put a lot of garlic in a lot of things. Well, that's when I do those ribeyes, like like you taught me. Uh, uh, that's the only thing I just m- m- do a little minced garlic. I see garlic on, on a steak is it, kind of a different because you have a deep red red meat is a very strong flavor, one of the strongest like meat flavors that there is. Right. So when you have another strong flavor like garlic, it complements it. Yeah. But when you have you know, I do that and just a little salt and pepper. Something that has a weak flavor like avocado. What so if- weak it. It's non-existent, right? Now, how much? Let me ask you this: How much will you? Uh, how much will you re? How much will you? Will you be triggered if I make? If I if I cook a ribeye and top it with avocado? <laughs> Just avocado. There are. I've I've seen that done before. Are there fuckers that do that? I don't know. I can't. There are, there I can't. are people who do who put avocado on everything. Yeah, it's a good. Is it like, fruit? I don't oh know my, what it is. Oh my! It's, it's yeah. It's a fruit. Is it a fruit? I, yeah. I, I like avocado, like, oh but I'm not gosh, obsessed with them. So good. Like I don't. I mean, you know, like I like guacamole. When we have them in the house, I'll I'll eat one sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I'll put them on top of my eggs, slice them up, put them on my eggs. Yeah. But it's not it's not in everything. I don't fuck with them in salad. That I don't really like. I don't like avocado in salad. Yeah, really. 
It's just it's just weak men promoting <laughs> avocado. Let me tell you what. You know how many gallons of water it takes to grow avocado? It's the same people who who eat almonds. You eat almonds. If you I don't fuck with almonds. almonds. I don't fuck with almonds. I don't like almonds. Okay. Cashews. Cashews. Not, I love uh, almonds. You eat cashews and almonds. I love cashews. Screw you. Okay. <laughs> Why now? Screw Why? you and your avocados. What's wrong with all with, with cashews? Okay. To get like one cashew, it takes like f- four gallons of water to grow like f- one cashew. It's the same way with are avocados. They grown, are they grown in water? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cashews are. I don't care though. Well, I know, but I'm saying like—is that why they're so expensive? Because cashews are expensive. Yeah, Californians can't water their lawns because because they're giant, too busy growing giant, cashews. <laughs> well, giant corporate farms, yeah. you know, need to grow avocados so the hipsters can feel good about themselves eating a quote unquote superfood. <laughs> now, see, meanwhile, that is a half the state burns d- to the ground every year. Yeah, from the and fires they're like, and we don't stuff. have enough water to fight this fire. Yeah, because it all went to the avocados. Because it all went to our avocados and controlled burns. That sounds like witchcraft. <laughs> whereas, whereas in the 1700s, the first white settlers arrive in in California, right? And there's this famous diary by this guy. I forget his name, but he's like, "This is this land is hell, literally hell, right?" Because like the <laughs> they got they got there and it's just wildfires everywhere, earthquakes, yeah, and then like woodlands, <laughs> yeah. And you get down to the beach. Oh, nice, pretty beach. Uh, too bad you you discovered the beach because you're being chased by a wildfire <laughs> into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I want. I want to see California. I, I wouldn't want to move there. Hundred yeah. percent wouldn't want to move. There. I do want to see it though. I want to travel out there. I want to. I want to. Well, see it from a safe distance. Yeah, just you know, tour it, see yeah. it. Uh, but. And fly, it's on, fly over on your way to, to Canada or Mexico. Yeah. It's, it's on my bucket list to buy weed recreationally, <laughs> legally, from a dispensary. Well, uh, you may have that because we're going to pass marijuana laws in this country. We are. We're pr- we are. probably going to legalize it. We got we got medicinal here in, <laughs> in uh, Missouri. By the way, did you get your card? Yeah, I know your glaucoma's been flaring up. No. I don't know if you got your... <laughs> no, I haven't got my... <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder, too, how, how... I wonder how soon we'll see uh, dispensaries. I guess... If you if you had to be a betting man mm-hmm. or just a guessing man, not based on anything that you've read about the law or anything like that, yeah, where would you guess they would go? <laughs> Dispensaries, yeah, probably in all the pa- Planned Parenthoods that are being shut down in Missouri. <laughs> uh, Which, by the way, you t- know, actually, tomorrow we can get into this, but tomorrow, well, you brought up the the abortion thing, so maybe yeah. we should tomorrow the last abortion clinic. In Missouri, in Missouri, has will has to stop performing ab- abortions. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I think it's great. I know you don't. We're and gonna I, stop. We're just we 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 are stopping ritual child sacrifice in the state. They can go. They can go to Illinois and get all. They can go to Illinois. They, right. All they want, all day long, and kill their black babies. Okay, don't come on. Don't make this a race thing. Forty percent of black pregnancies in this country since 1973, when Roe v. Wade was enacted, forty or forty percent of all black pregnancies ended in abortion. Yeah, that is a real statistic. Eighty percent of abortions in this country are performed on African American women. Fact: Abortion is the genocide of African Americans in this country, of black people in this country. I. I've said racist things before. 
African about African Americans or what would be perceived as African Americans. Right. I'm telling you what I've said is nothing but factual information. Right. Okay. Well, because I don't there think are that differences between racist, race, but there are differences between race. But the largest victim of abortion in our country, yeah. has been black people, what? uneducated black people. It's very, it's very rare to find black people that are against it, though. I, I know. I know. Why is that? Because it's convenient. Because it's come, become a part of their culture. You have you you get your first pregnant you you get your first first abortion at fourteen. Then you wait till you're eighteen, and you keep the ones from then on out. You're you're sev- you are severely underestimating the amount of under fifteen black pregnancies in this country. There are millions and millions of them, and most of them end in abortion. Well, I mean, she'll have babies when she's you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Right. But she's also getting pregnant at twelve. And yeah. that's just the sad reality of the well, situation. But it, then this kind of makes me think, I kind of wonder about uh, knowing that, like I wonder if the majority of the straight, white, you know, floor-length skirt folks, at least in my circles, that are yelling about abortion, I wonder if they know that. Like I wonder if that's what makes them hate it more, or if they knew that, they wouldn't be, like, you know, like, I wonder if that even factors in for them. Do you, are you think? Are you, say, are you saying the super ultra Yeah, the super conservatives that are that are yelling about it. The, about, you know, about, the, about abortion. About the ban, or, like, pro-ban, or, uh, or Well, no, do they know, do they know about that stat about, about black folks? Like, the, four, the 40%. Do you think they no, know that? No, no one knows. No one knows unless you're going into unless the dark, the dusty data. corners yeah. of the internet that have been branded hate speech, right. where people like me go. <laughs> because we're like because honestly I dude you if you'd have caught me 10 years ago yeah or you'd have caught me 15 years ago I I was I was atheist yeah I was socialist like I was yeah. I was liberal yeah I, you were I voted for Barack Obama in 2008 bro that's sad okay. I didn't I didn't realize that but that is sad I was a McCain <laughs> supporter in 2004 okay well that's just a degeneracy Right, the fucking old I didn't war see bag. the light until 2010, 2012. I'm like, no, well, you, Ron Paul. Yeah, that's that was when it because yeah, you were a part of his caucus, weren't you? Here in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Ron, Ron yeah. Paul really, really woke me up to a lot of stuff, and then it was just like tumbling down the rabbit just hole the, from the, there. The red pill rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I knew, always knew something was fishy with 9/11, but Ron <laughs> Paul really was when when that Federal Reserve thing kicked in, and then yeah. I, I followed that Federal Reserve rabbit trail, and I'm like. Oh shit! The Jews. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the Jews. <laughs> they are stealing from us. Um, I was, I was kind of derailed. Um, well, you liked my status on Facebook about abortion. Maybe uh, you didn't read it because you only Facebook when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, it's 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 been like a huge <laughs> when I'm drunk or when I'm at work. <laughs> Is that the only other time you? Yeah, Facebook? I'll do I'll do work stuff for Facebook, oh. and. Uh, and like during the day, but it, if it's after 10 p.m. and I'm face and I'm on Facebook, I'm you're drunk. drunk. I'm yeah, drunk. I know. I know. It's not. It's that's not even a thing. It reminds me that's why people will message me like like on Facebook Messenger at like 10:30. Yeah. I don't respond because I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm going to say something stupid. Oh, that's that thing. Uh, I was like from the office. How, how do I know? <laughs> how do I know he's gay? He liked my Facebook photos at 3 a.m. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Now I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna pull this up. And read it because this because I I thought through this because so and as most people probably know 
And I guess so. What happened in Alabama? They banned abortion, or didn't ban it, or so closed something criminali- down. Or what was- they criminalized. They did not. Everybody's saying they're banning abortion. Right. Everyone's saying they're banning abortion. I know that's the idea. This is yeah. not a, a ban on abortion. What they are criminalizing is the performing of abortions. So it's illegal to perform an abortion. It is not a- illegal to get an abortion, only to perform one. And so, so that in this seems way, kind of <laughs> only doctors can be prosecuted. Not the women seeking the abortion. So if you go to another state to get an abortion, right, right, or you get an abortive off the internet and take it, which is stupid and dangerous. Do they have those? But then abortions themselves are stupid and dangerous. You never hear about the complications that women have um, after an abortion. I mean, look, look up, look up fertility rates among women who have had abortions. First right. off. The data is skewed because only about half of the women who have had abortions right. will Admit say that to. they've had a, an abortion. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Okay, that that's fact. Yeah, w- you have an abortion. Only half the people who have abortions are going to say they had one. I have admitted. Yeah, um, because women know innately that it's a shameful sin against nature to okay. do that. Okay, it is. Let's not make judgments. Literally yet. satanic. However. <laughs> Um, no, let's make judgments. That's a pro- that's probably the fucking problem in this world is that we we don't call out yeah. wrong behavior. Yeah. No, we need no we need to judge. Condemnation, don't condemn. Don't ever say this person is beyond saving. But but judge somebody, make a fair assessment based on 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 their behaviors and their actions in the past right. and in the present, and judge them accordingly. Absolutely. You're so salty today. Because you brought fucking potato chips in my apartment. <laughs> They're hundred percent old. Degen. Anyways, here's 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 what I post on Facebook because it is it is going around because of this Alabama thing. Yeah, and everyone's shit in their pants. I mean, just shit. In and their it's, pants. it's I mean, it started in Georgia, and we talked about this a couple weeks on on the show in Georgia. Like, I have my own theory of on what all this is, but we'll get to that. Okay, I'll be interested to hear that. But here's what I post. I think I've already told you, but. Uh, you may have, yeah. But here's 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 my sort of thoughts on the issue. You know, I said, "All right, I'll buy it," because it was just—I mean, just it's like it was like a week straight. Uh, scroll, oh, yeah. scroll, oh, scroll, yeah. scroll, 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 scroll. Abortion, 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 abortion. Yeah. That was it. I was like, I was like, "You fuckers, not like it's just abortion in Game of Thrones." That's that's it. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, uh, and I said, "If you think abortion should be illegal," which, by the way, Game of Thrones, it was an abortion. <laughs> like, it's that abortion should have been all, banned. We all carried <laughs> that for eight years, and at the and end, there were two it. Jews yeah, who aborted it, who were there waiting to kill it. <laughs> we didn't. We it's didn't true. know that our pediatrician, who guided us through the entire pregnancy, was going to kill the baby in the end. In the end, that's right. <laughs> Degeneracy, sir. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. Here's, here's what I wrote. If you think abortion should be illegal, you're not "quote unquote" pro-life, or you simply don't understand the history of prohibition, drugs, guns, alcohol, etc. Banning never eliminates. I'll say it again because you don't understand it. Prohibition never eliminates or reduces the thing that you think you're controlling. That is a fair assessment. Yeah, be- because it doesn't. Like the idea that oh, well, the government will ban it and then it'll be yeah. gone. That's that no, doesn't yeah, happen. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. The only actual way that that does work is if you make it a cultural thing yeah is at the root of the bottom of the culture right like you 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 know the 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 neighbors enforce right the laws in the neighborhood right you know yeah yeah and and then it becomes the culture of the neighborhood yeah suddenly 
nobody nobody murders, nobody rapes, nobody thieves because the culture of the neighborhood is that's disrespectful to your neighbors. Right. But we don't have that anymore. But we don't have that anymore. We don't have that at all. Because we don't yeah. look to our neighbor, right? The guy, the, the people we see every day. Right. Right? We don't look to them as the moral authority in our lives, which we used to. Gossip. You don't want to be, be known as the fill in the blank of your town, right? Right. The town slut, the town drunk. Right. Okay. So so people, you know, they keep themselves Kept on a even keel. Quo. Yeah. Because the people around them are are policing their morality. Yeah. Now you can disagree with that or not, but it really is the healthiest way to go about policing the morality of, of a culture and a nation. It doesn't but, happen. But if you make now. it from a top down, the the moral authority comes from the government and on down. Right. It doesn't work. Yeah. If you think abortion, and then, and then see, and the, uh, this this is what I try to do in everything, where it's like, I I, I want to state an opinion on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you think abortion is a woman's right, that's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard because it involves more than just a woman. It's not just your decision. I don't believe in prohibition personally, but I also never have and will continue to not recommend abortion to close friends of mine because I personally believe it's a barbaric practice that is inconsiderate of so many other factors. I hold the right deeply and personally responsible for using this shit as a voting block for so many years mm-hmm. while being pro-war, against a drug war, and so many other forms of pro-life that they reject. If you are anti-abortion, you should be adopting every single kid you possibly can and marching in the streets to end the 17-year war and shouting from the rooftops about the drug war. But you're not, because you're manipulated into thinking abortion is your hill to die on. I hold the left deeply responsible for championing abortion like it's some crowning achievement of enlightened society. I won't entertain the life-conception debate because that's simply unproductive and based too much in personal opinion. But I will hold the left responsible for dehumanizing the process of terminating a pregnancy for a generation of women. They've taken what is a legitimate medical procedure and turned it into a civil rights issue that it's simply not. As with everything in life, it's all choices. The choice to not have unprotected sex won't, generally, lead to an unwanted pregnancy. But we can just say that, but we can't just say that thanks to the left. We have to dance around and champion the reality that we get to terminate it with a medical procedure and how dare anyone suggest that we shouldn't. Oh, and don't even start with the my rape and incest debate. The numbers of those cases are extremely small and should not enter the national debate on the issue. Period. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that really pisses me off. Yeah. Because the left just runs around, rape and incest. You think if a woman's raped, she should keep the baby. Mm -hmm. And that's just, like, the the number of abortions that that involves is so, 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 so small. Let's make it even even smaller number, Addison, because I know this one off the top of my head. What is the number? Having done a little research when all this abortion What's the number? Okay, so the number of- Rape and incest. What is it? Pregnancies Uh that evolve from rapes. From rape, yeah. Okay, so per 100,000 100,000 rapes. Okay. 100,000 rapes. Per 100,000 right. rapes. How many in, how many how involve m- a pregnancy? 9%. I'm sorry, not 9%. 9%. 9 pregnancies out of 100,000. Out of 100,000 rapes, 9 pregnancies. There are 9 pregnancies yeah. that are that are brought to term. Right. So what but No, what I'm sorry, not brought to term that are brought that are that end in pregnancy. The the yeah. um yeah, end up in pregnancy. Right. Because we have like we said this thing called the rape kit. Which contains an abortive, whether you whether you go to the hospital and say I was raped, right, or you go to the police station and say I was raped. If you report your rape to a medical authority or government or authority, right, or law enforcement, right, they're going to give you they're going to administer a rape kit, 
And part of that is samples of DNA, right. taking samples of DNA. And, and part of that is uh, giving you an abortive, the morning after pill. That's the two biggest parts of a rape of kit. Of a rape kit. Okay. Now, a lot of rapes aren't reported, so. There are a lot of rapes that aren't reported. But but even that being said, out of 100,000 rapes, nine end in pregnancy. So let's say, let's let's go super wide and say half of rapes aren't reported, which is, it's there's no it's nowhere near that high. Yeah. But let's say half of rapes aren't reported. So let's say there's another 100,000. So that's another nine pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have 18 pregnancies out of 200,000 rapes. Mm-hmm. So the left should stop saying you believe a raped woman should carry her baby. Yeah. Because that just that's just not a factual use of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Anyways, here's the end of the status. I'm a libertarian, and I believe that you are an autonomous, free, sovereign individual capable to make decisions for yourself and accept the consequences so long as they don't affect those around you. Well, that's just not true. The government that's- told me so. <laughs> the reality of whether abortion affects those around you is simply a matter of opinion. Period. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Regardless of which side of this debate you find yourself on, the reality is that you're not doing what you think you're doing, either by shouting about life or shouting about rights. You are being manipulated by political organizations that don't care one bit whether it's illegal or legal, but instead want to control you. Just like everything else, the bloated monstrosity of a bureaucracy that we call freedom does. Control. Subversion of individual liberty. Coercion. Violence. And that's unchristian and anti-liberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I sort of turned it into my platform for president. But <laughs> sure, uh, join me at AddisonForPresident.com. There is a. There's only one reason why this whole thing was thought up. The whole abortion issue, the, or the, well, no, the whole issue now, the Alabama thing now. Why is that? Because Kavanaugh stuff, not Kavanaugh, but the um, the Mueller stuff has died down. Right. You know, no more Mueller stuff. You know. Not a whole lot. Uh, we well, they still orange man bad is still <laughs> it's, in it's the news the cycle every day. <laughs> right, right. That's don't get me wrong. That's still the headline, and it will be for the until, until he's, he's out, out of office. office. Right. <laughs> it's orange man bad will be yeah. the headline of every every single major news outlet until he's gone. Um. However, this is this is like I said. I think on last week's show is this is about this is about taking the Donald Trump. Uh, vote, which he got sixty percent of white female votes, and cutting that by a third. If they can cut that by a third, he loses. So, and the thought process is: if we make it sound like he's super pro-life, a big chunk of women women won't vote for him. Yeah. Well, if we make it, not even him. If we make because he's not really has he even said anything about it. I don't. I don't think so. But like if, since he's been in office, I don't but, think he's. Said but you, about you know it. who is saying stuff about it every single the, day on the campaign yeah, exactly. trail? Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cory Booker. Uh, you know, um, um, old old uh, Bernie Sanders. Well, right? yeah, because that's that's Joe a Biden. huge that's a huge blue vote. Like I said, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. So all these candidates are now using that as, and we will protect a woman's right to, to her choose, own body. Yeah, we will protect a woman's white right to choose. Yay! Blah 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 blah. Yeah, they're all sticking that sticking that into their into their speeches. Right. And and so and the reason why they're choosing you know these these uh these midwestern states, it's not. It's not an accident. I mean, you know, it's it's because they want to make the women in those states feel as though they're persecuted. 
right? And not just because they're white, or not just because you know they're not persecuted because they're black or gay or anything, but because they're women. Yeah, right? yeah. and it's evil white men yeah. trying to control my body. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I was if I've been pro life in the past. I'm still going to stand in solidarity. I I wouldn't choose abortion, but for the woman who would choose, right. I I stand in solidarity. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so no, what's true. what what is the archetype of the evil white man in our Trump. world? Trump. Donald Trump. Yep. Yeah, it's true. So you have that. They don't put the brain cells to think. About it into Behind action. It. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't stick the. Clues they don't start together rubbing them together <laughs> of how they're being manipulated. Yeah, but that's exactly how the manipulation goes. Yeah, Democrat on the campaign trail. I will protect a woman's right to choose. White woman feels like she's a persecuted minority. Right. Right. That she's being persecuted. Yeah. Because her right to choose has been taken away. Right. It's not about your right to get an abortion. It's about your right to choose. It's about, it's about your right to be a woman. Yeah, I know. It's, that's it's right. about yeah. it's about your body, which is what pisses me off so much because it's it's like it's made into so much more than a a sometimes necessary but overdone medical practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, it's 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 like can't anything just be what the fuck it is? Yeah. Why does everything have to be a chip for these fuckers in white collars and ivory halls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what makes me so so upset yeah. about this because it's like. Just let it be what it is. And if you don't believe in getting an abortion, then don't fucking have yeah. one. And if you need to get one or are going to get one, that's your business. Yeah. Well, it's... it's and then it's, nothing can be that way. It, it, we it do it to true. everything. Guns and everything. We do it yeah. to everything in this country. Everything is a wedge issue. Everything. Nothing is just, oh, I have my opinion, you have yours. Yeah. Everything is... I'm this, right. This and must you're an be idiot. The way, yeah, exactly. This must be the way that it is. Yeah, no, it's not... And somehow someone's infringing yeah. on me. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing with the guns. You know? I, and it's just, I don't know, I just, I'm I'm really, I am looking forward to, I'm split right down the middle, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm really not looking forward to watching it all happen again with, yeah. the, with the 2020 I'll thing. tell you what, I will support a woman's right to get an abortion when female circumcision is is made normal in, in the United States. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Because, well, uh, you know what, every, 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 every day, hundreds of thousands, every year, millions and millions mm-hmm. of Baby boys are are mutilated <laughs> in this country, Matt. It's because we want them to go to heaven. Well, no, it's because we. It's because we'll get to what it's because. I saw this this comic today. It's, it's Stone Toss. He's he's a web comic, very controversial. And it's a three-panel comic, and one panel is a woman, and she's at a women's march, and it says, "My butt." She's carrying a placard, my body, my, my, body, my choice. Yeah. yeah, it says that my body on my choice on her little on her little placard. And the next panel is her changing into a nurse's outfit. Uh-huh. The next panel is her walking up to a <laughs> a, a mother with a newborn baby, being right. like, "Okay, time for the circumcision." <laughs> that baby boy didn't get a choice. It's right. his body, right? It is his body. Yeah. And and the mother often doesn't get a choice. I would choose to be circumcised. And the, often the mother circumcised dicks are much much more attractive. Often than the mother dicks. doesn't get a get a choice because it's just because oh this is what we do now. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm they t- do give you a choice. They do, they do they ask you. No, I know they ask you, but, but. And, and, and as a matter of fact, the doctor was like, he's like, he's like, do you or so are you going to circumcise him? And I was like, we want him to go to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't see that. It's funny, but then it's I in ha- scripture. I have my my I have my foreskin, and you know. Which means I, I I do have my soul and I am going to be you know I I'm not I'm not going to Jew heaven when I die let me tell you that 
There is an uh, you, you know you so much, hold on man. hold on let's stop let's stop let's let's go back let's let's talk about it for a second uh do you uh <laughs> is um circumcision done in uh in in Asia I don't know no it's couldn't not. tell you no it's not is it done in Africa I, I are nope. births done in Africa they nope. don't do anything in nope. Africa is it done in South America no probably nope. not nope is it done in Europe maybe nope not nope. at all nope French Spanish. Even in the UK, Mo- I don't do it at all. Huh? About half of of men in the UK are circumcised. Most of them white. Gotcha. France, Germany, Spain. Nope, they don't do it. Russia, they don't circumcise. Funny thing. So when the uh, children of Israel were mm. uh, doing their marauding over in the Promised Land, right mm. after the forty years, when as they, they were, do, when they were going through, when they were uh, first Chronicles it up, Second Chronicles it up, right. right? When they were when they were Deuteronomy, when they were just going around the whole that whole just nothing left going to a village and just 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 kill everybody. Obliterate, yeah. The one thing that could save you is if you got if you got circumcised. If you and all the males of your house got circumcised, they wouldn't touch you. You're good to go. Well, that's good, right? Yeah. And in in the um, uh, Book of Sanhedrin, Mm -hmm. which is part of the uh, um, oh, what's the uh, apocrypha? No, the Torah, uh, not the Torah, but uh, Talmud, the Talmud, yeah, right? Jewish holy book. Um, it's that that vassals and slaves of Jews have to get circumcised, and that is a sign to someone who is non-Jewish. Right. If you are circumcised, that is a sign that you are a slave of the Jew. Right. What what country fights all? You can't all even have a normal conversation. What country fights all of Israel's wars? No. What country fights no, all I of? Know. What country we fights do. all of Israel's wars? We do. What countries have been subverted and taken over by the Jews since the 1600s? What was the first? Where's the first mega corporation come came from? I'm telling you, man. The 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 <laughs> the, the British Empire was built on Rothschild banking. Yeah. The Rothschild I know that. cartel. I followed the money. The East India Company yeah. was a Jewish company, which was the first multinational conglo- corporation, corporation yeah. Yeah. that then went on to run the government yeah. of the UK. And they're, the, the grandparents of that corporation are, you know, or the In grandchildren are still doing it. Yeah. You hate the Jews, I know. I, I don't. Know. I don't hate the Jews. If you're a Jew in Israel, fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you're a Jew in the United States, fuck off back to Israel. We don't need you or your don't, subversion around not, here. No, it's not subversion. They're hard work. They're hardworking people. No, they're not. They're honest. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, yeah, they are. No, they're I've honest. Heard the Jews. They're honest. Yeah, they are. They're business dealings. They're honest people. They're not out to fuck you. They're that out is- to get their bottom dollar. They're 100% out to get their bottom. I've worked with Jews. I've negotiated with Jews before. Mm-hmm. They 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 will not give you a cent more than what they think is deserved it, when they're negotiating. Good going. But <laughs> good going. <laughs> that cracked my shit up when you said Shalom and the, the S was the dollar sign. <laughs> no, but they're not out to fuck you. Like they're yeah. not going to they're not going to rip you off. They're mm-hmm. not going to intentionally knowingly rip you off. But they will. They will. If their if their bottom dollar is eleven dollars, 
on something, you're not you're not getting them to ten fifty. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna intentionally screw you over out of money. They're decent people. I've, in every dealing I've had with Jews, they're decent people. Okay. <laughs> you're so salty about them. I don't understand. They're just they're God's chosen people, Matt. We have to we have to protect them. I don't serve. If, if I, don't, we want. I don't serve that God. Really? Yeah, to Baoth, no. So that so that whole the the the, cho- the person the the God who chose them was the demiurge. You get that right? Like it, so, it was it was a fallen angel. It was Elohim. It was not Jehovah or not. I'm sorry. It was not Yahweh. So the God who chose Moses, hold on, or chose Abraham, wasn't was not Yahweh. Not not. The not God. It was, it was a demon. It was a demon, a powerful demon. But Jesus was Jewish. That bloodline was yeah, Jewish. Sure. So, because, so what about him being? It, because it doesn't go. It doesn't. Well, what about that bloodline in the Old Testament that being blood, the chosen people? You're saying that, that bloodline start? Where does that bloodline start? Adam. I don't know. Yes. Right. Yes. The genealogy of Jesus starts with Adam, not Abraham. Right. Adam. I. I don't think anyone's disputing that. Yes, but I'm saying that that the cho the Hebrew people is the is the Hebrew people mm-hmm. as the chosen people started with Abraham, not with Adam. Adam, I've never I've never read it that way. I've always read it from Adam. The covenant, no, God made a covenant with Adam, right? Right, which extends to everyone in the world. Right. Elohim or Jehovah made a covenant. Yahweh made a covenant with Adam. Right. Jehovah made a covenant with Abraham, and it's a totally different covenant. But it's the same God. No, it's not. Why do you? How can you say that? It's I not. I don't understand that. Because if you if you look at if you look at the root words, Yahweh, Jehovah, and Elohim are all names used for God in Genesis. Right. But they all, when you take them to the actual Hebrew, they all means distinct, separate entities. Yahweh is the creator of everything. Everything comes from Yahweh. Well, you know that's who Jews worship. No, Jehovah. I think it's Yahweh. No, they'll say Yahweh. They'll say Yahweh. Jehovah, they won't say. Jehovah is the real God (laughs) to the Jew. But Yahweh, from which everything comes, Jehovah, which is the um, um, Gnostics would call him Yalabaoth, but the the uh, supreme archon, the ruler of the physical realm. Mm. So, and it, you're saying that's who Jews worship? Yes. Now and today. Yeah. Well, that's who that's who Christians worship too. Christians don't worship Yahweh. Christians don't worship the creator of the universe. They worship the creator of the physical realm, or the master of the not creator, the master of the physical realm. And if you really get into mysticism, specifically Christian mysticism. Gnosticism. Where can I learn old, about this? At? Old, like, there, like, can I? What audiobooks should I download? When you get past, I'm a millennial, so they got to be podcasts or audiobooks. When you get past the veneer <laughs> of the storefront religions, yeah, yeah, uh, all of them, yeah. <clears throat> when you get past the storefront of all religions, right, you really do find these same archetypes and these same ideas underneath all of them, right? Okay, where'd you learn all this? And at? one of them, I thought you just spent time playing video games. The, <laughs> one of them is that there are. That 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 the there is uh, one eternal being from which everything emanates. Right, okay? everything comes from. Right, but there are other beings that were created to uh, 
facilitate not that control, worship, but facilitate the various aspects of everything that came from it. Okay, we call those angels or demons. But if you really get into it, you see that there are many, many different hierarchies of that. Even the church talks about the hierarchies of angels and demons. But if you get past the Catholic Church, Catholic Church occultism, mm-hmm. and you you see that oh wait, like you go to the Vedic texts, you go to to to. Uh, like some of the oldest religious texts, we, the oldest religious texts we have on, on earth in India, the Vedic texts, mm-hmm. they talk about the one from which everything comes, and they talk about all these hierarchies of spiritual beings that then control everything else. Mm. And the Jews, I'm sorry, they did not make a covenant with the Yahweh. God above gods. Yeah. They, made a, they made a covenant with the God of this reality, of this physical So what do you realm. believe, Matt? What, what, what's your ladder up against for eternity? What is what does Matt hope happens when your eyes shut for the final time? <laughs> Jesus showed it's been it's actually been a couple episodes since I asked you this, or like a year now. Yeah. So we're due. Every year we just we gotta see what's been updated, what's changed. Are you a Christian? You know, we do the old yeah. we'll do old dance. Been a while since we did it, we'll do it now. Jesus has opened my eyes to the secrets of the universe. <laughs> and when I die, I hope I'm right. Okay. Or if I'm so, not, or if I'm not, you know what? I hope I've learned what I need to learn to be able to move on to into into to finally go home and not simply either go to hell or be reincarnated back into some sort in of life or be in or or go to heaven. Right. Don't really want to go to heaven. Yeah. Well, when we started the show, you home. you didn't believe in anything. You were an atheist. No, I wasn't an atheist. I, I was agnostic. I was agnostic. Yeah. There's a small window of atheism in my life. I guess right when I met you. Maybe, yeah, probably. And now, now, um, I, I'm wildly all over the place. If someone asks me, hey, what, what are you? I'll just say, I'm a Christian and then move on. Right. And then probably act like a fool and they're like, oh, he's just a shitty Christian. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or like, honestly, I should say, I'm a shitty Christian unless, you know, they engage with me right. and then I'm like, oh, well, let's talk right. about. Let's, let's so what did you mean by stuff. that? Jesus opened my eyes to, or were you just you were just bullshitting? No, it's, what it's, is it? it's true. I, I think I think that Jesus was really the embodiment of of God. Well, of Physical. of uh, of man back in the garden. Okay, I think that uh, that that Adam right was the creation that that the physical creation that God ultimately intended. And I think that uh, Jesus was a link back to that, right? Back to man being in harmony with with what's around him, man being in harmony with with his created pur- with his purpose. And that's right? that's what Jesus was. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Jesus gives us a way back to that. I think those ways are bound up in a lot of mysteries and a lot of in a lot of the, the things he says. I, I I don't think that one thing he said was was at face value. I think that everything he said was literal and symbolic. Everything. Yeah. There's a deeper meaning to everything that he said, and probably 17 deeper meanings. You know, uh, the fact that he went to Egypt uh, and spent spent uh, at at least nine years of his life in Egypt, right? Uh, Egypt at that time was, you know, that was was a hotbed of esotericism. I mean, if you if you that's where Templars. Came from. Mark, mark yeah. their genesis. Yeah. That's where the Freemasons mark their genesis. You know, that. So I, I don't know. Uh, Christianity, I think, was very quickly subverted. I was thinking on this today. I was thinking, like, like P- 
Peter and Paul pretty much started fucking it up like from the jump. Like <laughs> maybe not Peter and Paul. Peter and John really yeah. as soon as as soon as like things got like Jesus Shitty. Jesus left. <laughs> yeah. And then tongues like, of oh, fire. Like oh wait, we can't see any way out. <laughs> well, then tongues of fire and then like they're like just now they're okay, now we're going to grow this church. They kind of started fucking it up. Right, right then. then. Yeah. And um and you think like were you guys listening to him? Did you hear what he had to say at all? <laughs> and I think that maybe that's on purpose. Maybe the, the, the fact that as soon as, as the revelation was given, if it's gone, the yeah. waters were immediately muddied. Yeah. Just immediately. Because they say, there's a fork in the because road. Because they say right faith away. like a child, right? Yeah. But then they also say, it's, it's a mirror darkly and you're never going to understand it really. Well, that's why, and, and side note, uh, so it's the mystery like Paul talked about. I don't think he had everything right, but it's the mystery. Oh, somebody joined us. <laughs> They're going to have to unmute themselves. Can you hear us? Good, sir. Can you hear us? Hello, hello, hello. He needs to unmute himself, I think. But um, Unmute your butt. That's one thing that that I I like about about the church that I'm that I'm at now is that they really focus on like just Jesus, yeah, um, or a whole lot, a big big portion of it because there's so much other like BS. Like I don't know, they kind of like what you said. Like kind of after that, it was kind of like, oh well, this is what he meant, and this is what he meant, and thousands of years later, we're still doing that same bullshit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, well, this is what Jesus meant. This is what Jesus. This is how he wanted it, and it's like, mm, <laughs> I don't know that there's much evidence for that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we had somebody join, but they went away. Um, I did have one other uh, thing. One at a minimum to that um, in uh, Genesis, it says, uh, talking about the creation of man, it says, let us make man in our own image. So that is Elohim. Right. It's not Yahweh. Right. And the covenant, it says the Lord God, right, made a covenant with, with Adam. And blessed him and placed him in the garden. So Elohim made man. Right. Yahweh blessed him and put him in the garden, making the covenant with him. Right. Okay. Jehovah comes along years later and makes a covenant with Abraham. Gotcha. Well. Because Abraham was a henotheist, right? It was what his family were. They were they 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 believed in many different gods, but chose to serve one. Hmm. So they believed Mesopotamia at that time. Most people were henotheists. Like polytheism is where you, oh, I serve this God and this God and this God and this God. Henotheism is, oh, all those gods are real, but I just serve this one. Interesting. And all, at the time, all 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 that part of the world well, that was, goes back was to, either you know, polytheist Paul's or thing, henotheist. When he visited the, the island or whatever, or I forget where it was, he went and, he, and they were like, there's all these gods. And that's that's always been the interesting point of that story to me because Paul wasn't like, no, 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 these are false gods. Yeah. There was just there was just one, they had like a shrine or something to the unknown god, and he was like, oh yeah, I know that god, and I can tell you. Mm-hmm. But, but, he, but it wasn't the point to say, going to hell for all those gods. It was just, here's the one true god, I can tell you about him. Yeah. You know? Which, I, I mean, I think the church has missed a bullseye on for, I mean, at least what I can see in the Western church, you know, like during my lifetime, it's 100% what they've missed. Because because all they're doing is pointing at the other gods saying that they don't exist. And and I, I paint with a broad brush saying that in terms of yeah. issues and homosexuality and abortion and all these things that the church has gotten super riled up about. 
while missing the idea that, hey, yeah, if 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 because if you really believe the gospel, and you really believe, um, you know, this is what's true, then why wouldn't you share that with people? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I think we got somebody joining us. Hello, hello, are you there? Hello, hello, who is this? Hello, hello. We can we can hear you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> well, the name that popped up on Zoom is AOC, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, is this is this Miss Ocasio Cortez herself? <laughs> Look here, I need a pound and a half of your finest <laughs> indica. <laughs> I think we know who this is. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't sell weed, sir. <laughs> it's true. He only he either gives it away or buys it. And That's I, I, I do not sell weed on this podcast. I don't know how that would work. It's true. Yeah. But uh, well, excuse me, sir. If anybody is in the market for some mushrooms, <laughs> we can't. You better put the voice changer on. The feds are going to crack down. It's on true. You. That's true. Are true now? How can, let me ask you that? How controlled are shrooms? They're pretty controlled. Are, are they? Do they freak out about shrooms though? Like, will you go to prison for shrooms? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, good grief! Are you getting beat up over there? <laughs> do you need help, Miss Ocasio Cortez? <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the background. Anyways, um, oh, so up here, have you seen this up here? This steak shake up in the corner. Mm-mm. There's a there's a tent set up and the guy's selling flags and stuff. He's got a bunch of thin blue line flags out. Oh really? Yeah. And as I was I was getting ready to turn in, I saw and this is the funniest part. Getting ready to turn in, and I saw that it was a it was a black guy selling thin blue line flags. And I was like, it didn't quite work. <laughs> but uh, all right, whatever. Um, anyhow, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you want to talk about Sunday? Yeah. Where, where we hung out for like the third week in a row. It's crazy. I don't know. We, just, yeah, we do Sundays, things, yeah. I guess. It's uh, weird. So yeah, we, Matt and I went to brunch. Yeah, you went to you went to brunch. I <laughs> I showed up. <laughs> it's true. You were you were blown out. You were, and I don't know if it was the THC yeah. beforehand or a combination of that and the well, okay, so one normally, man Saturnalia. <laughs> one man Saturnalia. <laughs> Sunday nights has been my, my night or my the Sunday is the last day of the last, week for it's me. Your weekend, yeah. For so Monday and Tuesday, three yeah. years now, yeah. And but now my schedule is changing, changing because we're opening up the new restaurant. So Tuesday through Saturday is now my work schedule, right? So I have Sundays off for the first time in three years, right? So <laughs> normally on on Sunday night, I'll get drunk. That'll be my <laughs> one night of the week to take it just a little bit too far. You're born man Saturnalia, yeah. That's right. So I was I started, decided to change it up this pat this this past Saturday because of course last week I did it for Game of Thrones right no more Game of Thrones anymore so now I'm deciding oh I will uh, <laughs> Colin just sent me a message that said if man has a Sunday off he needs to be in church <laughs> wrong okay yeah yeah Colin wait till the episode drops you'll have to listen to the your to fake the, uh, news <laughs> to Matt's thoughts on that uh. So the one man Saturnalia happened on Saturday night. On Saturday night. Yeah. And I just took it a little bit too long. Yeah. I, about to- I'm i not sure when I stopped drinking, but I know that, like you said, the last time I checked 
the message group. Was it was like two thirty in the morning? Almost three in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, I was still active on my phone at almost three in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that we had plans because the plans. Oh while, yeah. While made late, were made around ten p.m. Oh no, yeah, I, yeah, for brunch. So yeah, I kept going for quite a bit. <laughs> Another four or five hours after plans for brunch were made. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I woke up on Tuesday morning. My alarm went off at nine. I remember hitting my alarm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything else until my phone started buzzing when you were blowing me up. Well, yeah, because I texted you. And I was like, hey, I'm headed your way. Yeah. And then when I was like down here at the corner, I looked and you hadn't seen the message. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I should like call or something. <laughs> so my phone started and I, I'm like, I immediately woke up and I saw it streaming. I'm like, oh, no, I have to go to brunch. <laughs> no, but the millennials, that's what they do. They, it rejuvenates you. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> Maybe because of your whatever you want to call that dish that you had. So because yes, it wasn't. <laughs> so ooh, ooh, I I I stumble out of bed, throw on some clothes, yeah. stumble down the stairs, I hit the THC, and I'm blink, I'm blink. Yeah, I I actually didn't hit it. I just grabbed the pen and went into the car. <laughs> so I'm puffing on a little THC pen. Yeah, as uh as I'm in the car, we're driving there. You had a coffee, which is great. Yeah, but I wasn't having it because like yeah. I'm not coffee doesn't really. I don't drink coffee on a regular enough basis for it to be like my reset. Yeah. Like a lot of people, they drink coffee every day. Yeah. Like that cup of coffee that's in the, the morning, morning. That's yeah. the morning reset. You yeah. know, for me, it's, you know. It's the baseline. Other things. <laughs> Masturbation. Got Cigar- it. Cigarette and a Powerade. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I get in the car, sip on the coffee a little bit. We get to Prosano, which Prosano. is right. which is um, a chain, actually. Of, is it really? Yeah. It's I a, didn't realize uh-huh. that. There's one in Chicago, one in Kansas City, and it's one in St. Really? Yeah. See, now knowing that, and a- after having eaten their Sunday, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think that they'd be able to survive in Chicago mm-hmm. because it wasn't that great. No, because the original one in Chicago, the original one is is was good, and they're like, well, let's make a process somewhere else. And every time you take a great restaurant and you try and, and do that- You think you go somewhere else? It's, it's always going to fall flat. Because- Now, as because, a man who's opening it, up a second restaurant of a restaurant- no, I'm not. <laughs> How do you We're feel? We're opening up Tompkins by the Rack House. We're not opening up the Rack House, too. Okay. Very distinct okay. difference. Okay. I gotcha. Because when you have somebody who's running a restaurant, right. and that vision is being fulfilled that they have, right. it's going to be great because you have one person following a vision. When you say, okay, Mr. Person with a million dollars, right? Take you my, have the vision, too. You have the vision, too. That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. He just gave you a million dollars, and you just gave him the rights. He doesn't know. He, yeah, he doesn't have, have the vision. He doesn't have right. the vision. Right. He doesn't have the wherewithal to do it. Okay. He doesn't have the drive or the, the same idea, the same the same vision right. to do it, to, to make sure that it's done and done properly. So, of course, you open up a second location somewhere else, it's going to suck. Yeah. Unless you go the franchise model. And that involves becoming becoming a corporate entity, watering things down, so to speak. Right. Not necessarily literally watering the food down, but watering down. It's a homogenization yeah. of things, and you everything's never, a little bit more uniform. You never have greatness from hegemony. Yeah. You only have everything's the same, but nothing is can ever be great if everything has to be the same. Right. In a McDonald's, everything has to be the same, so nothing can be great. Yeah. But you know, because wherever you order a double quarter pounder, it'll be yeah, the double quarter yeah. pounder. It's not going to be the best. It's never going to be the best burger you've ever had. Right. Never. Unless you're But just it'll always be that idiot. double quarter pounder. But it'll always be that double quarter That's pounder. That's right. Yeah. 
Where is Fast Eddie's Bonaire? You may go to Fast Eddie's and have the greatest burger you've ever had. Right. Because it's Fast Eddie's. It's right. one spot. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be homogeny. Right. It can be its own thing. Right. Anyway, that tirade aside. Prosino. Prosino. 6'10". So Wasn't you, impressed. Uh, three out of ten. Really? That yeah, ma- well, no. you you were the one that had the bowl of chips. So, <laughs> to be fair. So, I mean, mine was, I mean, you know. Yeah. It was, and people talk about it like it's some great restaurant. They really do. You go in, and yeah. the prices really aren't that, that like super expensive. Yeah. Maybe that was just right. brunch, but yeah. um, you go in. And it's tall ceilings. Yeah. It's sleek right angles. It's yeah. black. It's dark brown. It's it's <laughs> exposed wood. Right. It's 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 postmodernist. And here in the Midwest, where we, right, we're all like, oh my god, whoa, it's the greatest. Yeah. Designs from 1983. Yeah. Wow. You know. Um. Yeah. It's it's postmodernist. So people, the country hillbillies, and in, in St. Charles, which nothing against country hillbillies. I think it's I come up from a big a, to do. I come from a hillbilly stock. <laughs> but uh yeah, they think it's a big to do because it's sleek. Yeah. And, like I said, yeah. postmodern, right angles, like, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And so they, Whereas if you went to downtown Chicago, like every restaurant you went in would be like that. <laughs> no, not really. I mean Well, no. they they like that no, design restaurant no, 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 no. That no. design wouldn't there are flash no, as much is all I'm saying. No, no, there are no restaurants opening up that look like that. Really? No, no. Because it's all back to farm to table. It's all back to local. It's all yeah, back to refurbished. You're right. you're right. It's your your plates aren't all uniform and the same because you're repurposing old plates. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like repurposed, reclaimed, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Which we're trying to do with Tompkins. So we like using, like today we sorted through probably over a thousand spoons. <laughs> well, I didn't, but my guys did. Yeah. Sorted through probably a thousand spoons, 500 forks. 300 knives right of all this miscellaneous silverware and we're using it for our banquets because it's kitschy it's it's hey we're using you know hey your this your spoon isn't exactly like your neighbors isn't that cool right <laughs> right you know what i mean yeah we're not using it for the dining room but we are using it for banquets and stuff anyway so yeah the design i think is dated it's it's late 90s right as far as prosna goes so i'm whatever i'm not gonna hit you for your design but Go down, sit at the table. First off, we had, what, three different waiters? Three different servers? I think so, yeah. Which I'm necessarily a fan of. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's like their thing. I or... wasn't in the mood to engage, but had I had I not been devastatingly hungover, <laughs> I would have been in the mood to engage. <laughs> so I probably would have been more talkative to the server and talking. And I would have... I like that when you have when you have an experienced server and you can kind of form a, min, a mini relationship yeah. with them in the first couple minutes and then they guide you through. Right. Understand, and that's what a good server does. Like hundred percent. First yeah. two minutes of the table, you figure out who these people are and and what they want, and then you guide them through the rest of the meal. Yeah, that's what a server does. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's so yeah, was such you a great got uh, <laughs> you got what what you have to drink? Just a Coke? Uh, no, I had that. Uh, oh, you had a, a gin, blo- uh, gin Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which you were like, oh, gin Bloody Mary. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I'd never heard of that. I'm like, Whatever. There's Fuck only you. two types of blood, Bloody Mary. One is made with vodka. The other is made with gin. I didn't know that. And they were all made with gin until people started drinking vodka. I didn't know that yeah. either. Yeah. But either way, because gin doesn't have a specific. I don't like a Bloody Mary with spice. Well, I've established that. Gin doesn't have a like specific spice. like alcoholy flavor. And uh, no, not really. It has a peppery flavor. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a very strong piney, flavor. Yeah. But the, peppery, the, piney. Yeah. Um, but not 
there's not alcohol. Alcoholic. Like yeah. if you, you open a bottle of Jack Daniels or vodka. Captain Morgan, right? Even not even even vodka maybe, but vodka. It's well, such bad a, vodka. Bad guy vodka. <laughs> but decent vodka, you get an. Vodka is very neutral. That's why people drink vodka with so many things. Is because it's your basic. You can, yeah. you can put it in there, and no one's gonna be able to taste it. Right. But gin is the closest. Before people started drinking vodka, um, thanks you know, to the Russians. Thanks to the Russians, a hundred years ago, it was all Bloody Marys <laughs> were made with gin, and the Bloody Mary was the hangover cure. Yeah. It was a little bit of alcohol to get your system back dog. to a little, hair, a little bit of hair of the dog, but you got your vegetable in there. You got you got you got you know, tomato juice or yeah. clamato juice, so you have protein, and yeah, it was made as a hangover cure. To yeah. to give you back you those electrolytes you yeah I should I should drink tomato juice every morning you think it'll you think it'll make me a better person clamato juice you should drink some clamato but juice. It, it, but that, that's what tomato juice and clam juice right mm-hmm. yeah uh, can you buy that still it's, oh yeah yeah oh yeah what does that taste like probably like ass doesn't it, it tastes like clam juice yeah <laughs> tastes like clam <laughs> tastes like tastes like, like moldy pussy <laughs> <laughs> tastes like tomato tomato yeah. tomato paste in the local fish market nah. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. I yeah, know. that that flavor might be too strong. And I, I, I mean, I fuck with fish. I don't yeah. mind fish, but I even I eat, you know, me, yeah, I eat sushi. Yeah, but uh, uh. <laughs> the clams. I've never had clams. I've never had clams. Oh, but the one I was thinking the other day. I've never had oysters. Really? Are they good? Yeah, they can be. Yeah, if you do them right. I've never had them. Where's Where's a good place to get oysters around here? Because I want to try. I mean, them. I, we do oysters every every couple months. Really? Yeah. Well. Hit me up on the text when you do. One of the things we do is oysters. oysters Rockefeller, which is um, uh, reminds me of that scene in Bored to Death where Ted Danson's like, "The oysters have made me feel feral." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tremendous show. Yeah, amazing. Anyway, sit down. I have you have a Bloody Mary. Yeah, and I yeah. I, I see that they have kombucha. Which, by the way, That's how much right. was that kombucha? I don't know. I didn't look. Oh. It's probably expensive. I, I I drink an elderberry kombucha. It's they, true. They bring out this an wine elderberry gla- kombucha. They, I'm seriously. They brought out this wine glass. This wine glass was 12 inches tall. Yeah, it was really tall. This was a was ridiculously a really tall, wine tall wine glass. Yeah, and I don't know why that they poured the kombucha in. I don't know why I need eight inches of stem on a wine glass. Yeah, but apparently I did. <laughs> he pours the kombucha like a bottle of wine. Yeah, which he didn't let me sniff the cap. I was kind of pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I digress. Anyway, kombucha, decent. Yeah. But then again, bottle. Yeah, that was just for the St. Louis company. Yeah, they bottled it and brought it in. Yeah. Um, but you ordered uh, their their special, which you remarked on, oh, the, yeah. on the menu. Where's the avocado toast? Yeah, We're exactly. Leaving. How's this brunch? Yeah. 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 And, and then and then she was like, hey, we have a special avocado toast. Yeah. And I was like, got to get that. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't too bad. Eggs were, were, were way too done. Oh, on the avocado toast? Oh, yeah. 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 You give me avocado toast. Or, or first off, it's a poached egg, which mm-hmm. the outside of the egg is beautiful. And I think what they did was what we do, which is a perfect poached egg, which you take an hour and you sous vide the egg for 100, at 143.5 degrees for an hour. Hmm. Take that egg, crack it into a little spoon, and just dunk that into some steaming water. Not boiling, but steaming. Just dunk it for about five seconds, and it congeals the white. Hmm. Right? And so you're left with the perfect poached egg, which... And a poached egg, I'm sorry, Prosino, you get a one out of ten when you're on your egg game, for me at least, because I ordered over-easy eggs, and they came out with crust on them. Right. A fried egg, 
has is crust. not an over easy egg. Right. A fried egg has crust, is crunch. An over easy egg should Does be not. completely soft. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. The, and your chili c- you, you You noticed the first thing I did with the avocado toast was cut into one of those eggs. Yeah, I saw that. And the yeah. yolk was hard and creamy. So it was hard on the outside of the yolk. It got to the center of the yolk, creamy. Right. A poached egg is runny yolk. All the yolk is runny. Right. All of it. So, whoever was doing their eggs, either doing probably hung over too high, high attempt. <laughs> no. They cooked their poached eggs way too long. Yeah, and I know from the shape of that egg that they weren't just cracking raw eggs into some steaming water and letting the poach. They were doing the perfect poach and then into the water. But he left them down in that water for about thirty seconds instead of about instead for five. Hung over. Anyway, <laughs> it, the avocado toast was what? It was arugula. Uh, avocado. It was, it was toast. toast. Avocado. Uh, there was arugula. some kind of chutney on there. Some kind of. Yeah, they did have some chutney on there. Something like that. Yeah. But the arugula wasn't dressed, which I was like, dry arugula. That's weird to me. Yeah, I'm not. Like, throw, a huge throw fan just of that. a little bit of vinaigrette on that. Arugula is so bitter. It is bitter, and so it's it needs a sweet bitter. vinaigrette. I don't fuck with Like, it. a honey lemon vinaigrette would have been perfect with that. <laughs> yeah. And what I would have done is take that chutney, thin layer on top of the bread on the chutney. Then build then your avocado, avocado, then the egg. Toss toss your uh, your arugula in a sweet vinaigrette. Put that on top. Then using the arugula as a nest, put your egg, egg on, on that. Top. A little bit of cracked black pepper for some color on top of the egg, just to give it that. Bam. Nice. <laughs> That's what I'd have done. Anyway, you it's got not your restaurant though. Yeah, it's it's not. It's true. And you got <laughs> a uh, a a knockoff of the. Crab. Crab cake Benedict I've been doing for three years. Right. At the Rack House. <laughs> with Quite tasty. Their crab cakes were mushy, though. Yeah. The crab cakes were, were not yeah. as firm as, as yours. Yeah. And, and again, and that's why I was asking you. I was like, I don't know which one is necessarily right, but but these were like, it, sometimes it was hard to get that, like a forkful because they were so yeah. soggy, yeah. so mushy. But and again, you know. overcooked overcooked eggs. Yeah, I mean, just regular hollandaise with the. I mean, standard hollandaise. So I can't complain about that. Right. With a little paprika on there, it looks like decent execution. But I would have gone a different way with. The, I mean, I do go a different way with the hollandaise. And you got uh, what hollandaise. was it? The breakfast nachos? That's what. The, isn't that what you got? <laughs> I got chilaquilas. Now, right. <laughs> when it comes to Mexican dishes, that's right. There are a lot of them that I like. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah, that's a great, great one. Great Mexican burritos. Dish. Great Mexican dish as well. Tamales. Great Mexican fan- dish. Delicious. Tamales yeah. are delicious. They are. Even the quick trip ones. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of great dishes, but one I love. Yeah. And which one is that? It's chilaquiles. I've never had it. Now, chilaquiles is a traditional Mexican. Am I? Did I cut off? I don't know. I'm still going. Okay. Yeah. We're I just got to get closer. I, I, get, I get off mic because I'm passionate about this food. It's true. Chilaquiles is a traditional Mexican breakfast dish. It's not usually done uh, like take it and go breakfast, right? <clears throat> it's a sit uh, down. It's it's Sunday Sunday breakfast, right? Are we are we good? I feel like my level's off. Maybe yeah, I'll, it just sounds kind of quiet. Maybe I'll just go closer to the mic. Maybe when you bang the table, our volume went down. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Um, In the throes of passion. So. So chilaquiles, you love chilaquiles. So what happens is you do with, with chilaquiles is you take sometimes you take rice, sometimes you take beans, always tomato. Right. So you take tomato and you dice that up. 
throw that in a pan with some onion and some garlic and a little bit of, of water, maybe some cream or milk if you have it. Not usually, though. That's okay. just if you want a creamier not, not texture. Required. And then you take that and you, you mix it up and you stir it up until it starts to form a sauce and a paste and you basically reduce it. Right. Okay. To tomatoes start to cook down, your onion cooks down, your garlic cooks in, and you're making almost a tomato sauce like you would for spaghetti. Right. But you, you go the other way with it. You take diced pepper, usually bell pepper because you don't want something super spicy right in the morning. Right. Usually bell pepper. Dice and bell pepper, add that to it. Wait until your bell pepper softens. Okay. Then what you do, <laughs> and this is this is this is key. This is the beauty of it. You can add up meats if you want. Usually it's not with meats. Some chorizo. But what you take <laughs> is is leftover corn tortillas. Right. And I'm not talking about like store bought, you know, flour tortillas. Right. I'm talking corn tortillas. Right. And you start to tear those up, and you start to add them to it. Now what happens is. You can also do it with tortillas, which is the kind of the Americanized version of it. Right. You take crushed tortilla chips and you add that to it. Right. And what happens is, is the tortilla, whether it's in the the tortilla, the corn form of the tortilla or the chip form of the tortilla, it starts to absorb moisture. Right. And what you're left with as you as you add those chips or those tortillas and stir, you're left with kind of almost like a stew, a garlic onion pepper tomato stew <laughs> okay it does sound delicious then what you do is you'd make two once you've added that and once the, those tortillas start to take on water right and and absorb things you crack two eggs into it you put a divot in one part of the pan put a divot in the other part of the pan crack two eggs into each divot if you want to if you get wild with it sprinkle that's when you sprinkle some cheese over the top right and you let those eggs you kill the to heat as soon as you crack those eggs and just let it chill in the pan for like five minutes so you have runny egg. Yeah. Right? Sort of in the middle. And that's chilaquilas. It's that sounds like amazing, actually. Breakfast stew. Th- this this coming Sunday, can we come can I come to your house and you just make that for me? Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Because that sounds fucking awesome. It really does. That's chilaquilas. That sounds awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now what Matt got? What I had. <laughs> <at Prostano. laughs> First off, they brought we it. We should out have taken a picture. In, a, it, in a two quart pot. Yeah, it was a bowl. Yeah. It was just just a yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bowl. It was a pot. It had a handle on it that I had to move around and deal with. It was literally. It was a. It was a two. It's a bowl of nachos. It was a two quart Cuisinart pot of of nachos. Okay. Yeah. And then they took some tortilla chips. Yeah. And they put it in there. Filled the damn near filled the bowl. Really. Then they took some shredded chicken, which by the grace of God they seasoned it. Thankfully, Thankfully, something had a little flavor yeah, on it. Yeah, someone had the wherewithal back in the good. They just took shredded chicken. Yeah, shredded pulled chicken. Yeah, with like a little bit of taco seasoning on it. Right, and Drip over the top. Just, just kind of drizzled that over the top. Just, just, just sprinkled that over the top. Right. Then I, I asked for over easy eggs, but they gave me fried over medium ish. Right. I mean, there was some runny in there, but the the whites were like crisp. Yeah. So I could tell like his pan was way too hot. When, and his oil was way too hot when he put it in. Usually, if you're going to make an over-easy egg in a pan, I prefer to do it on a flat top. Right. Because you can roll the egg over. You can keep the heat... Rel- you can control the heat better than you can with an open flame. I prefer medium heat. Right. Right before you put the egg in the pan, that's when you add your oil. Put the egg in there. Roll it over. Boom. You're done. Anyway. Crispy crispy egg on the over-easy means your oil was too hot when you put the egg in the pan. Anyway. And then on top of that egg was just a dollop of avocado. 
<laughs> just <laughs> avocado on yeah. top. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And those were chilaquiles. And I could tell because I didn't run across any chunks of avocado. You know how you get we have avocado, mashed avocado, you get the firm? Yeah. Um, There weren't any pieces of that. So it wasn't hand mashed. Yeah. But it wasn't smooth enough to be from a blender right. or, or like a... Uh, um, a Robocopper kitchen kitchen blender. So you could tell that it was just the pre-bought stuff that you just it wasn't it wasn't fresh avocado, right? Which I'm totally fine with because you know it's stupid fucking avocado, but still. <laughs> On top of your your chicken nachos. <laughs> yeah, no, it was chicken nachos. It with was an chicken egg. nachos. It was yeah. chicken nachos yeah. with an egg. It was not chilaquitos. No, it wasn't. So Prosano, that's false fucking advertisement. You, yeah, you 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 douchebag stepson of a better Chicago restaurant, <laughs> probably better Chicago restaurant. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I was talking about that today with my boss and my sous chef, and <laughs> I get a good kick out of it. And uh, you know, I'm telling him about it, and uh, and and my sous chef was like, oh, "It was Prost. No, I haven't been there. I keep people keep hearing people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, people I keep talk about it. about it too." And uh, and we went because that that was our thought. We're like, and, oh, we'll go check and it my, out. My boss was was like, yeah, they're probably the closest thing to what we're trying to do here. Like, not not the decor, right? But the the ambiance of the menu, right? And the ambiance of the sort, you know, not the ambiance, but but the atmosphere, the level of dining, because it's Prosano really is the date night spot you're going to go to. You're going to spend 150 bucks, right? But it's a special occasion date night thing, right? And it's a nice restaurant. Yeah. And so, you know, you're going out to eat once a month at Applebee's, but for your anniversary, you go to Prosano. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. It's true. Yeah. So so that's what we're kind of trying to create. But also because of proximity, you know, they're just on the road from us. Yeah. That's kind of our... Are you going to have steaks in Tompkins? Oh, yeah, steaks? yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We're going to have Koji cured Wagyu steak. What is that? Wagyu is American Kobe. You know Kobe beef? Uh-uh. Kobe beef is a genetic breed of cow that uh, you have a lot uh, more permeation of fat in the muscle tissue. So if you ever look at Kobe beef, it's marbled. It's not solid red. Right. It's all marbled. Interesting. Because you have a you have a lot more fat content between the individual sinew right. of the the, the meat beef, yeah. of the muscle. Yeah. And, but Kobe is only it's like champagne. Like champagne can only come from a certain town. In France, gotcha. or else you can't call it champagne. It gotcha. has to be sparkling wine or something else like that. The champagne only comes from Champagne, France. So Kobe beef only comes from Kobe, Japan, or just Japan. Interesting. So, but the American version is Wagyu, huh? And it's 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 it's, it's good. Um, actually, I can't say Wagyu yet because we don't know where we're going to need that from the supplier. But it's going to be Koje cured strip steak, which um, Koje is a. Uh, Oh, what is it? It's um, it's a rice. It's fermented rice. Really? So you put that in with some salt on it, and it kind of just it, it adds a, a funkiness to the meat. It's really? It's very reminiscent of mushroom, very umami, but heavy on the savory. And so... It's crazy. The koji curing. So we take um, a slab of strip steak, right. or a slab of, of beef, and then uh, we cover that in salt. And the Koje cure. And we leave it like that for like four days. Really? And it draws out moisture. Koje permeates so you get that that funkiness to hmm. the meat a little bit. And then you just do strip steaks uh, out of that? Yeah, it's kind of a shortcut of dry aging where you take a steak and you dry age it for like 40 days. Right. 
you know, and you're going to get a little the funkiness from that. It's Koje curing is a way to shortcut that, and you're getting you're getting. I think it's a better flavor than dry aging, but you're getting a uh, a flavor of that. You're aging. You're quickly aging the meat, but without spoiling it. You know what I mean? Interesting. So yeah, it's Koji cured strip steak, a uh, um, a mushroom reduction. Um, what's 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 the star of the menu right now at this point, or can you say on the show? Uh, the buttonwood chicken is going to be the star. Buttonwood it's, chicken. It's, so it's it's a local farm, buttonwood farms, and we get chickens from them. It's going to be kind of like a chicken roulade. So is it going to um, be well, the whole not, chicken, not or how's this going to? What type of dish? So we'll take the the breast and. Um, uh, the breast and the thigh, and we'll pull that along with all the skin off in one in one cut. Okay. So we'll we'll skin the whole thing and pull off almost all the white meat. Right. In in one piece. Okay. Which is not easy to do. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Having done I've, it, I've butchered yeah. some fucking chickens. Well, I haven't butchered them yet, but I'm no. In the next month, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of some of those chickens. Right. Because it's not an easy technique. Take the chicken. Uh, we pound it out a little bit. Uh, we roll it up and we wrap the whole th- thing and we make this like this chicken log okay. in its own skin. Right. And then we it was sous vide that. Gotcha. And then we just pop that in the fryer for uh, a minute or two to get that skin real crispy. Give it a little torch. Give it a little salt. Cut it in half. Boom. Two pieces of chicken on the plate. Just the most tender, juicy chicken you want with a super, super crispy skin. Right. That's going to be our most popular. And we're going to do that with a, um, uh, uh, I think it's a ratatouille that we're doing with that. Nice. Um, so chanterelle mushroom. Oh, no, no, not, not ratatouille. We're doing that with um, a polenta and um, some chanterelle mushroom. Very nice, and that'll be that'll be the number one seller. That'll be the, that'll be the star of the menu, and the number two seller will be the tortellini, but only because it's the cheapest option on the menu. So, <laughs> so you're gonna get a lot option, of all, yeah, yeah. But it's also because it's the most labor intensive, having to make tortellinis. Yeah. One of the most labor intensive things we're gonna have on the menu, so I know that everybody's gonna be wanting to order it, and it's our only pasta dish. So a lot of people are just like, hey, just give well, me the pasta. The pasta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can you add some chicken to that? No, fuck off. <laughs> Which will be an interesting thing because we're not going to actually have chicken breasts in house. Really? Like just a regular, like we'll have whole chicken. Right. And then we'll take the, the leftovers from special, the whole chickens yeah, yeah. and we're going to make chicken salad and other things from it. But actually be, you won't actually be able to order just a chicken breast. Right. <laughs> That's smart. So if someone's like, hey, can, smart. Add, add chicken to that, uh, that, that, uh, my pasta. That, that pasta that's, that's specifically on the menu just for people who are vegetarians. <laughs> Can I be a dick and add chicken to that pasta? No. No. You, you can't. can't. You can't. You can't. You are forbidden. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. I think we will have chicken breast because I'm now just remembering we have a Nashville hot chicken on our our banquet menu for an appetizer. Nashville hot so chicken. we might have to have chicken breast now. So the banquets are for black people? <laughs> <laughs> Nashville hot chicken is very popular with I've white never, people. I've never eaten hot chicken. Like just that that idea of that hot chicken. Yeah. Which is like like <laughs> isn't it just like a super spiced No, it's it's actually not hot hot. It's just a certain way of doing it and they call it Nashville hot. Well apparently there's like hot chicken that like black people really like. Yeah. And it's like it's like not um it's not quite wings, 
but it's I don't I don't know I I, I saw it on a documentary and they were talking about it. That's the extent of my <laughs> fuck off. Some of us are really uncultured. Get back to the house and finish up Shameless. <laughs> Nashville hot chicken is just the hot sauce is oil based, heavy oil based. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm. Never Mo- had it though. Yeah. So a lot of um, I can't even find good wings anymore. Cold peppers used to be pretty good, mm-hmm. and last time I had cold peppers wings, they were super dry. I was like, "This isn't like I should be a mess after eating wings." Yeah. And Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, the only reason anybody should go there is if they hate themselves. Oh yeah, I know. It's I true. mean, the, the the service is deplorable. You're mm-hmm. surrounded by sports. It's yeah. just it's just one bad thing after the other. It's way overpriced for what they do. 100. percent The I'm drinks sorry. are are way overpriced, even compared to other chain restaurants yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. So now I don't know where to find good wings. Like, where can you get good wings at? Do you know where to get good wings? The Rackhouse does wings. a decent wing. Do they? Yeah. We should go out there. We do whole. Wings. We do whole wings. So it's the entire wing of the bird. Gotcha. From shoulder to wingtip. You guys do? They have Grubhub. Let me get some wings tonight. Get some. I'm gonna get some wings. And watch Shameless. <laughs> no, I don't know. I would never grab up your restaurant Matt, because I know that's why you're looking at me. That's why you're upset. But I, I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would only. I would only grab up. We're gonna places. end the show with this. We'll end the show with this. <laughs> Let me tell you what Grubhub does. <laughs> oh no, I know. All the, I know. All oh, these. Jesus all, okay, to restaurants. This has been a full to episode restaurant. of Matt's to restaurants. Rants. To restaurants. Episode of Matt's rants. Not you, everybody's. Oh, Grubhub! I can get what? Not just pizza or Chinese. Yeah, yeah. I can get whatever I want delivered right to my front door. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what Grubhub is. I, oh God. Because with Grubhub, they don't allow you to opt out, and they opt you in. They make no, it. A, no, 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 no. No. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, with Grubhub and uh, DoorDash, they all do this. Like as a restaurant. They, you don't opt in. When Grubhub goes into a certain area of the country or into a new area, and they may say that they don't do this, but they all do this. They don't go to your restaurant and be like, would you, be, would you like be interested in being a part of Grubhub doing the DoorDash thing? They don't ask. They simply, all the restaurants in the area that don't offer delivery, now are under us. And so they use third parties, not Grubhub themselves, right. but the third parties place the order to go at your restaurant over the internet. And they do this with people who allow internet ordering, which is why it's a dangerous thing to allow people to place orders on right. the internet. For a restaurant, at least. So you Grubhub. So Grubhub takes a, gets a third party to place the order, gets a fourth party, i.e. the driver, to pick up the order. Mm-hmm. I know. So Grubhub actually doesn't have anything to do with placing the order or delivering the no, order. No, they just collect money. They That's just the collect thing. money. That's it. Yeah. But their business model is we don't ask you if you would like to offer delivery via Grubhub or DoorDash. You're just included in it. Now, to a restaurant that is not a to-go restaurant, like the Rack House right. or Tompkins, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't push our to-go service. Right. Because that's not how our, our our food... You can't enjoy our food that way. Yeah. You know? Like, I can't tell you how many arguments I had to have with servers that they know you can't get that creme brulee to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I can't put this custard into a disposable container and then brulee it because it melts and burns the container. <laughs> so you can't get it to go. I'm sorry. It's an entire episode of Master Hands. 
<sighs> Grubhub and DoorDash are evil, evil, evil. Uber Eats, however, is fantastic because Uber Eats. It's like the Oscars. I'm going to play you off. Only does the big guys. Tompkins will not allow to go orders. If you if you've sat down and had a full meal and want to take your dessert to go, we'll do that. Right. But you can't call me. Hey, can I get an order to go? Right. No. You can't. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Fuck off. Today I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated premeditated murder. And I think about killing myself, and I love myself way more than I love you, so. Today I thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. You'd only care enough to kill somebody you love. The most beautiful thoughts are always inside the darkest. Just say it out loud to see how it feels. People say, don't say this, don't say that. Just say it out loud, just see how it feels. Weigh all the options. Nothing's off the table. Today I thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. I think about killing myself, and I, I love myself way more than I love you. The most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. I think this is the part where I'm supposed to say something good to compensate it so it doesn't come off bad. But sometimes I think really bad things. Really, really, really bad things. And I love myself way more than I love you. See, if I was trying to relate it to more people, I'd probably say I'm struggling with loving myself because that seems like a common theme, but that's not the case here. I love myself way more than I love you. And I think about killing myself. So best believe, I thought about killing you today. Premeditated murder. I called up my loved ones. I called up my cousins. I called up the Muslims. Said I'm about to go dumb. Get so bright, it's no sun. Get so loud, I hear none. Scream so loud, got no lungs. Hurt so bad, I go numb. Time to bring in the drums. That put her up, 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 up. Set a new tone on them. Set the nuke off on them. I need coke with no rum. I taste coke on her tongue. I don't joke with no one. They'll say he died so young. I done had a bad case of too many bad days. Got too many bad traits. Use the floor for ashtrays. I don't do shit halfway. I'ma clear the cachet. I'ma make my name last. Put that on my last name. It's a different type of rules that we obey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, nigga, we obey. We was all born to die, nigga, D-O-A Niggas say they hero, mm, I don't see no cape mm, I don't see no, mm, yeah, I don't see no, mm, mm. If I wasn't shining so hard, wouldn't be no shade Buckweed ass, nigga, it's gonna be okay Young nigga shit, nigga, we don't age I thought I was past my deep old ways.
Even when I went broke, I ain't broke. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.